Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Everyone is voting for Jack, cause he's got what all the rest lack. Everyone wants to back Jack. Jack is on the right track, cause he's got... Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, once again. And this is going to be a fun one because I hadn't really read a ton about JFK Jr. and Carolyn and their marriage and whatnot. I have seen, like, documentaries and stuff, but I haven't read a ton. So I had been requested a bunch to do a podcast based on their marriage, basically. And I accepted the challenge, did lots of research. It was really interesting. Learned some things I had not learned before, so I hope you do too. Before I start, though, I'm going to start out with my new segments that I talked to you guys about a couple weeks ago or whatever. My first one is going to be like an in-the-news segment. Big news story of the past seven days. So this week... It was unveiled at the White House that Melania Trump had redone the Rose Garden that obviously was established by Jackie Kennedy and her designer friend, Bunny Mellon. They had worked really hard on the whole Rose Garden. It was beautiful. I mean, it's a legendary piece of White House history. It was announced a while back that Melania was going to basically take the designs, take a few creative liberties, but really try to get it back to some semblance of the original design of the Rose Garden. Now, it was unveiled this week, and I thought it looked beautiful. I posted it on my Instagram and stuff, but people are outraged by her changing the Rose Garden. So I did a little more research into it, and the White House at the beginning made it sound like basically the Rose Garden needed help, like it it was overgrown, or it didn't look the same way that it did originally, or I don't know, it just needed an update or whatever. So I thought, well, great, I guess... Melania fixed it up. I don't know what I was thinking. But most people are mad saying that it was still beautiful. Jackie had done a wonderful job with it, obviously, and people had continued to keep it up to the standard that she had it at. It was obviously so colorful and beautiful when she did it, and now it's all white flowers and not... She cut down Jackie's trees, which is apparently awful. So I, when I posted that, had not researched enough to know that the Rose Garden was still in good shape. I actually thought that she was, like, maybe doing a good thing, as in making it come back to life in the way that Jackie would have wanted, but it looks like that was a big flop. So that sucks. Kind of hate that she touched the Rose Garden if it didn't need help. I mean, I think it looks pretty, but it's not nearly as colorful or as amazing as it was when Jackie was there for sure. So kind of a bummer, I have to say. Okay, so I've got another little segment that I will have sometimes, and it is a question segment. Therefore, an answer to your question. So this week I had tons of questions about different recommendations of books, movies, all that kind of stuff. I have on my Instagram at Kennedy Dynasty. If you're not already following it, go follow K-E-N-N-E-D-Y 
D-Y-N-A-S-T-Y. I have tabs in my like highlight things on Instagram. If you go to my profile, you can look there and I've got films and books. Those are where all of my favorites are. I need to add some more as I continue reading and watching movies and stuff. I've got a few more to add on there, but that's a good start. So if you want my recommendations, that's where they are. All right, so I originally started taking tons of notes on basically the past of Carolyn and JFK Jr. and like their separate lives, but then I scrapped that because I decided that would be great individual episodes later. So this episode is solely going to be about their marriage and their relationship together. So Carolyn was working at Calvin Klein, and JFK Jr. basically came in for a fitting, and they met in 1992. According to her friend, Carol Radswell, which was actually, if you don't know this already, she was the wife of Anthony Radswell, which was JFK Jr.'s first cousin and basically like a brother to him. That was uh, Lee, Jackie's sister's son. So Carol and Anthony were very close to JFK Jr. And then when Carolyn came along, they kind of all became just these four best friends. Apparently she wrote a book about it. Uh, gosh, I always forget the name of this stinking book. What Remains, that's what it is, by Carol Radswell. She wrote it about their friendship and basically their last summer together. I have yet to read it, but I've heard it's amazing. I think I've talked about it before. So um, if you want to learn more about their friendship and stuff, I would recommend getting that book. I do know her from The Real Housewives of New York, though. So anyway, she said that what she did was she basically did the fittings and consultations and stuff for celebrities that were coming in to get free clothes. But she said John always paid for his clothes. So anyway, they met there, and they started dating, and they even went to the summer house of Anthony and Carol and hung out kind of on the down low. They didn't want to become a publicity thing yet, and Carol loved her immediately. Like I said, they became best friends, and she was truly her dearest, dearest friend. And fast forward, sad part, Carol lost JFK Jr., Carolyn, and Anthony, her husband, died of cancer, all within a few months of each other, like three months, which is so tragic. That breaks my heart every time I think about it. So Carolyn was apparently this super, like, magnetic person. She just commanded a room, had a very strong allure, just was so fabulous in the way she held herself. She was one of those, almost like Jackie, in the way that she was very entrancing. If you were speaking to her, you were the only person in the room you felt like. I mean, she just had this magnetic personality. Um, She was very beautiful, obviously, and very commanding of a room. They dated for a few weeks, and he broke up with her and ended up getting back with his ex-girlfriend, actress Daryl Hannah. And when this happened, Carolyn actually received an article about them going to a movie premiere together from her mom in the mail. And she said, Carolyn, please get on with your life. Love mom with a sad face. I just think that's funny. So anyway, that didn't last. He broke up with Daryl Hannah and they ended up getting back together a few years later, they being Carolyn and John, uh, in 94, a little bit after Jackie died. And they ended up getting married in 96. They were married in a very private, exclusive ceremony on Cumberland Island in Georgia with a really tiny guest list and tons of secrecy. Like, no one knew that this thing was happening. They duped everybody in the best way. Did not leak to the press in any way. It was great. Everyone there thought that it was the most incredible experience. It was beautiful. It was just a really intimate You could easily see their love for each other at this event. Side story about the wedding. Carolyn apparently went to get dressed for the wedding, and she couldn't get her dress on. So she's frantic. She's screaming at everybody, which, I mean, you can't blame her for that. You'd be freaking out, too, if you couldn't fit in your dress. So she's losing her mind, and eventually someone slides a silk scarf over her head, and they slide the dress on, and it works. But then she had to get her hair and makeup all redone again. 
and made her late to her own wedding. So, and also another thing with that, apparently her heels were like comically sticking in the mud or in the sand on the island. So I just think it's funny to imagine <laughs> her trying to get to the wedding with her heels like clonking in the sand. It's late. It's dark because she was so late to her own wedding. So they ended up having a candlelight ceremony, which ended up turning into a really romantic and even sweeter thing that it was candlelight. And I don't know, it was just apparently just a beautiful, amazing event. If you want to learn more about the wedding, watch the documentary by TLC. I think it was done last year and it's called The Hidden Tapes, John and Carolyn's Wedding. And it's really a good insight into the wedding and kind of their relationship around that time as a whole. So anyway, they have this fairy tale time, they go on a honeymoon, and then they get back to the real world. They were instantly flooded with paparazzi when they got back, and John made this statement. John Kennedy Jr. is now trying to run interference for his new bride. So I just asked um, any, you know, privacy and Thanks. Um, back the room you can give her if she makes that adjustment. Well, that would be greatly appreciated. Well, that didn't work. So the media attention got so much worse. And it was worse, too, because Carolyn was so beautiful and so well put together. So she became an instant fashion icon. And she was followed nonstop. She had a real... Uh, I mean, to go back again to saying that she was like Jackie, she was very much like Jackie in the way that she was so stylish and so everyone was drawn to her without even really knowing a lot about her, which is very interesting to me. She also hated the spotlight, just like Jackie did, and she really buckled under the pressure of the media attention. So she really couldn't handle it. She once said, I hate living in a fishbowl. How could I ever bring a child into this world? She was very withdrawn. It's honestly hard to even find a video of her speaking. I think I've heard maybe one sentence of her speaking ever because she did not answer the paparazzi. She wouldn't answer questions, which was such a, a completely different human being of what John Jr. was and what people expected his wife to be because he was overly in the public all the time, always answering to people. Like, he almost bantered with the paparazzi. He just had such a charismatic personality that everyone was so drawn to, and she was just the complete opposite. So we're getting into some marriage problems now. It gets kind of bad. They had a lot of problems. She was apparently super explosive and even sometimes physically abusive, especially one time she blew up because she thought that he was seeing Daryl Hannah again. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't read a lot about that. Jeff K. Jr. wouldn't be honest about various injuries that he would receive from her. I think he, like, severed a... Not severed. Maybe sprained a something or another and, like, blamed it on a household issue. But everyone knew that it was Carolyn. Like, all of her friends knew that she was very intense in that way. She was also addicted to drugs, mostly cocaine. Um, a friend of hers once said that they went to dinner and she got up every few minutes to go to the bathroom and would come back with white powder around her nose. JFK Jr. hated drug use. He would smoke weed every once in a while, but he didn't like hard drugs at all. Definitely didn't want that for his family or his wife. And he once even came home to her high with her friends at his house. And he said, you're just a cokehead, like in front of everybody, which kind of makes you think that she obviously was a heavy user, even when it was just the two of them, not only friends. During a marriage counseling session one time, she even stomped out of the room when her drug use was brought up. So she was very defensive about that. Another thing about Carolyn, she is said to have cheated on him with her ex-boyfriend, Michael Bergen. Um, he was actually a Calvin Klein model and she was truly obsessed with him. 
Uh, he tried to stop seeing her after she got married, but she would come over a lot anyway. One time, she even climbed a fire escape at his house and busted out a window to get in. According to him, she saw him light a cigarette one time for an ex-girlfriend, and she marched over, started screaming in his face, and even made him bleed. So this is all from stuff this guy has said. He wrote a book about it, but I've heard a few other sources kind of confirm that she was having an affair with this guy. So John was apparently very hurt by the rumors of the affair, too. It, like, broke his heart. I hate to act like Carolyn's the bad guy here, but there was a lot of negative stuff about her. I don't know if she just buckled under pressure or if it, everything was too much for her and she kind of had, like, just couldn't keep up and just was breaking down and going crazy. I don't know, but I've got another bad thing about Carolyn. So she was said to have dri driven a wedge between most of John's relationships. She couldn't really handle the fact that he has so many friends and was so outgoing with all of them. She would bail on dinners a lot. She would call out sick. She would just not show. She would just really became so closed in and not letting anybody into her life. Um, the main one, she convinced John that his George Magazine business partner, Michael Berman, not to be confused with her ex-boyfriend, it's a different guy. She said he wasn't truly his friend, that he didn't have his best interest at heart, whatever. So she kind of planted these things in John's head and ended up the relationship fell away and they were never friends again in a bad situation. She also was barely speaking to Caroline Kennedy, John's sister, because she heard that Caroline had some things to say about her being late to her own wedding and the way that her heels were digging in the sand, like I talked about earlier, and that made her really upset among, I think there were other things that went down in their relationship, so they weren't really talking, and that caused big issues in Caroline and John's relationship too, which I've heard they were barely speaking at all at the time of his death, which has got to be really hard on her to have lost her brother in especially a tumultuous time in their relationship. Carolyn was honestly always really mad at John for not standing up for himself. Once he was asked to be a best man in a wedding where he barely knew the bride or the groom and he reluctantly agreed to do it anyway. Now, I'm with Carolyn here. I would kind of be upset for him not standing up for that too. I mean, for real. But anyway, she apparently left the ceremony when she found out that the bride really wanted him there because she wanted the wedding to be covered by the New York Times. So that pissed Carolyn off. She didn't even stay. She was out. A few days before the plane crash, they actually weren't even staying together. John was in a hotel, and he was quoted having said to a friend on the phone on July 14th, 99, I want to have kids, but whenever I raise the subject with Carolyn, she always turns away and refuses to have sex with me. It's not just about sex. It's impossible to talk to Carolyn about anything. We've become total strangers. And then later in the conversation, he said, I've had it with her. It's got to stop, otherwise we're headed for divorce. Now, the friend he was speaking to recollected this conversation just a few days after the accident, so it was fresh on his memory, and we're pretty certain that that happened. I've read a lot of sources confirm this. But two days later, they're headed out on July 16th, 1999, with John and Carolyn, and along with Lauren, Carolyn's sister, she was going to be dropped off in Martha's Vineyard on the way to Hyannisport for their cousin Rory's wedding, who is Robert Kennedy's daughter. And that's when they tragically died in the plane crash. But it's speculated that they were going to try to work on their marriage, and going to the wedding together was both of them truly giving effort towards that. So that's really sums up what I found interesting in their marriage. It seems like they had such a beautiful love story at the beginning, but then it kind of went downhill. Oh, one thing I want to mention as well, they were caught publicly fighting a few times. Um, paparazzi caught tons of pictures and stuff of them like going crazy on each other in Central Park, just yelling and screaming. So it seemed like they had a really explosive relationship, both with love in the beginning and also with just a complete breakdown of two separate personalities. There's no way for us to really know what happened behind closed doors, but these are some fairly reliable sources that I've collected here, and 
I, I mean, I believe it to be true personally. Um, who knows if they would have made it work or what would have happened. Obviously, they tragically lost their lives and we never really got to see that play out. But I don't want to make Carolyn sound like such a bad guy here because we truly don't know at least I don't, what kind of pressure that would be in your life to suddenly be somebody that wasn't followed every day or nobody really truly cared what you did to being this huge public figure married to the most attractive (laughs) bachelor in New York overnight. Honestly, that was just fame instantly for her and she truly couldn't handle it, I don't think. Now, I'm not excusing her behavior either. I, I don't, I have no way of judging somebody for a situation that I don't understand. But I do know that I wish so badly we could have seen them today and seen what their lives would have turned out to be. And it's really, honestly, a really sad, sad story towards the end. Um, I want to mention a few sources for you if you're interested in these two to follow up and watch and read for yourselves. I'm going to mention the book, America's Reluctant Prince. I've read it. It's wonderful, very reliable sources. There's also a documentary that ABC did about the book, basically like an hour summary of the book. Both are really great. So I would definitely get that book if you could. TLC wedding documentary that I mentioned earlier was phenomenal as well. So that is all I've got, guys. Next week is probably going to be a week off. So it'll be two weeks until I get another podcast out. But I hope you enjoyed this one. If you're not already, as I said before, follow me on Instagram, rate and review per usual. Really helps me out. I really would appreciate it. And check out my shop. It is in the Instagram link in my bio or you check out kennedydynasty.com. Have a good one, guys. Come on and vote for Kennedy. Vote for Kennedy. Keep America strong. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Paul Brandis introducing my podcast, Countdown to Dallas. It's a fascinating, in-depth look at the seemingly unconnected events that led to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. It's based on my book of the same title. In that book and in this podcast, I go all the way back to 1939 when Lee Harvey Oswald was born into a troubled and dysfunctional family. I'll follow his transient and often violent teenage years and young adulthood, painting a fuller picture of the man who would later become Kennedy's killer. I also take a look at events unfolding in that era like Cuba and Vietnam And I'll unpack the conspiracy theories, too, not one of which has ever been conclusively proven. Subscribe to Countdown to Dallas at evergreenpodcasts.com or your favorite listening app, October 31st.